Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Good morning, Lee. Hey there, Tara. All right, Joe. It's an emergency. Taylor Swift has a stalker. <laughs> oh no. Okay. Well, that's yeah. bad. Now that's yeah, that, that and um, he should be de- he should be dealt with. Yes, yes. To the fullest extent of the law. Right. But wait. Alvin Bragg, you know, the one currently pursuing Trump for 34 felonies, oh, but yeah, yeah. who let the Busy Venezuelan guy. gangsters go because they'll probably be yeah. good, loyal Democrat voters one day. So it's OK if they beat a few cops. It's not a big deal. That Alvin Bragg. Mm-hmm. Headline, Wall Street Journal, Alvin Bragg's Taylor Swift standard. Ms. Swift is being harassed by said stalker and Alvin Bragg is not having it. No, no. She is a Democrat with a very high level of liberal privilege. Ergo, nobody's going to trifle with her. Which is fine. It's just, we wish that he would apply this standard to the women who are being targeted by the international Mexican gang and the MS-13 cartel. Because they've partnered together to form a criminal cabal. And the NYPD is kind of in a panic over it. But Alvin Bragg don't care. Here's the thing about this, okay? When those, when those, when that gang beat down that officer because the officer asked them to move on and they're like, no, this is our territory. We're going to beat you. El Chapo style. You have no right to be here. We do. We have liberal privilege. This is gang territory. You're not telling us to leave. That gang, they target women. So did you see the woman dragged until she, uh, you know, they oh, were yeah. trying to steal? Yeah. Uh, and, and she's run clear right into a fire hydrant by these dudes. Well, those women are being stalked and harassed too, aren't they? Well, that's actually assault and battery. Well, that too, <laughs> after stalking and harassment, yeah, which yeah. is deliberately targeted toward women. So uh, when Alvin Bragg sees that, but the female victims does not say have the liberal privilege that Taylor Swift does, then he just lets the attackers go. And if the police wrongly ask them to move off the territory and stop harassing women, the police get beat. And guess what? Alvin Bragg doesn't care. He could have requested bond. That was a bondable offense. But he said, no, no bond. Just let him go. So everybody in New York would like the Taylor Swift standard of justice. It's just they can't get it. Which leads us to this. One of those... Uh, suspects who beat the NYPD for criticizing them on their own territory 
Um, Because, look, they come from Venezuela. They come from Mexico. They come from places where, look, if the cartel is in control, and uh, you know, you're, you're on the payroll or you're dead if you're a police officer. You would never trifle with them. You would never criticize them. You would never suggest they should move on from territory that they themselves control. And that was the point of the beating of the NYPD officer. It really was to, to teach him a lesson. The same thing happened again at J.D. Sports uh, with the 15-year-old. The loss prevention officer made the mistake of questioning uh, the young Democrat voter from Venezuela who's not here legally. And he, you know, he had a bag of stolen clothes and she just asked for it back. And she kind of, you know, reached out to take it and he tried to shoot her because she doesn't get it. That's his territory. You don't criticize the man. And then when the NYPD follows after him, he shoots into a crowd twice trying to kill them. Then cries when they apprehend him. So... There's one of these guys, Lee, that was bonded out by Alvin Bragg. They've been trying to find, and everybody assured us that they've moved on, right? They've gone to some other state on a bus. Too bad, can't find them. Turns out that's not the case. He turned up again in uh, New York. The suspect in that NYPD officer beating, he was just arrested in a separate Macy's robbery case, suspected of being involved in a security guard beatdown. The security guard outside Macy's was punched and kicked. Darwin Gomez was one of those beating suspects, a judge initially freed without bail after the beating of two NYPD police officers in Times Square earlier this month. Fox News, the suspect yeah, so here's, here's what's going on with this. Um, this is the same thing. When the security, look, when the security, and they're not trying, these security people aren't trying to arrest them. They're simply going, no, you can't be here. No, you can't, you can't steal that. And what? They could run out with it. Think about it. They could run out with it, Lee. They could drop it. They could do whatever. What do they yeah. do? No, they hang around and they give a beating to the security guard. That is because this is their territory. They are asserting their territory. We haven't seen this in America. Well, if you can beat a couple of New York City police officers on the streets and have video of it and then be released, why should you not be able to, um, you know, take out some security guard at a, at a store? Right. For disrespecting yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. Disrespecting the game. Why should not you think understand. anything different? Yeah. And these, by the way, look, these are all beatdowns of, of women. The last two, both the security guard at JD Sports in Times Square and now this security guard were female. They didn't care. They beat them right down anyway. They know they have liberal privilege. Equal opportunity offender there, I guess. Exactly. And they target women. So, you know, if New York would just apply the Taylor Swift standard to other women, then maybe we wouldn't have this problem. But we are losing territory. We're losing control of New York because of it. So, you know, uh, maybe it should be explained to these Venezuelan gangsters that, like, you know, don't stalk Taylor Swift, though, because then we're going to throw the book at you. Just so they're clear, you, you cannot trifle yeah. with the wrong liberal. But everyone else is fair game. Apparently so. Yeah. So, it's a mess. What's, uh, what's on your mind this morning, Lee? Well, I just thought it was a little interesting about this. Uh, and, and you've talked about this some, uh, about the, uh, the representative here who is uh, talking about this big national security threat. And I just find it interesting that he just got back from Ukraine Mm-hmm. Uh, Politico reports on the, on February 12th that uh, just days after leading a bipartisan congressional delegation to Kiev, his third visit to the embattled nation since Russia's invasion, where he tried to assure Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky that reinforcements were on the way. <laughs> so I just listen, I am 
I am all about national security and real threats to national security, but I just found this real interesting, particularly when they started going into detail, and I think you had some of this from Fox News, where they were saying that there was some type of um, threat of nuclear weapons in space, the Russians and all this, and I'm like, none of this is new. No. Now, maybe there's some new intel that that he's making reference to, because apparently, and I'm not taking up for the Biden administration by any stretch of the imagination, but they claimed that they had already set up a meeting for today with the so-called Gang of Eight, which will actually only be four because the Senate's not in session and the House is, so there'll be four members of the House there that are in leadership positions uh, with the various committees that are involved in national security, and they're going to be briefed on this, but... There's nothing new about this. I remember a year or two ago, uh, maybe it was uh, about two years ago, the Chinese um, have developed technology where they can uh, pull up next to a satellite and blow their satellite up, taking out yours. That's just as much of a threat to our national security as this is. So none of this, to me, at least from what I've seen, heard, and read, is new yet. But I do find it interesting that this congressman, who apparently is a huge fan of sending more money to Ukraine and that all of a sudden it's a national security threat and he's trying to call out the, the administration and want things declassified um, after he got back from visiting Ukraine and talking to Zelensky and telling him that uh, reinforcements are on the way. Yeah, he's been pushing for the House to actually take up the Ukraine funding bill. Sounds a little manipulative to me. Oh, it's exactly what it is. You know, and I'd believe guys like this, I'd take them seriously if, like, say, when Chinese nationals come in here and yeah, that's, uh, launch bioweapons labs, like the FBI lets that lab run after it's reported to them yeah. from December uh, through May. Like, that's a national security threat. Like, that right there, that that is. But you guys don't care about that. We, they don't care. And we just had President Biden criticizing Republicans and Donald Trump just a day or two ago specifically and and rather um, viciously about any opposition or hesitation to vote for Ukrainian aid. Yeah, so it's all it all fits. Plus, this is a dodge, too, because he's the guy in charge of getting uh, that spying bill, the FISA court spying bill back re-upped. And I mean, they got they got an embarrassing problem. I mean, Schellenberger and Taibbi are out there telling everyone the truth. The CIA used illegal spying um, to target Trump, target his entire team, and fake the Russia collusion hoax, and then take that fake data into the FISA court, lie about it at a felony perjury level to get more ability to spy on Trump, to get those FISA warrants. So that's a 702 spying right there. They want to re-up it. It's the FISA spying. And FISA, FISA just gotten cold busted covering up for the crimes of the CIA against Trump. So the, they, basically the entire C, the, the CIA... The FISA court, Roberts, who is saying nothing here, they're all corrupt and they want their power back. And this unfortunate story just came as there, you know, that bill to re-up the spying authority is now before, you know, it's going to come before Congress again. So they have to distract with, ooh, Russia, Russia. Yeah, that's what y'all were lying about. Maybe I just don't remember it, but I don't recall Turner saying much about anything about that Chinese spy balloon that was no. flying over the country over no, our care. sensitive military installations before it was shot down over the coast of South Carolina. I mean, we literally find out in the last week the fastest growing category of people coming and across Chinese, that board. Yeah. Chinese military-aged men. Please explain that to me. I, and, and also explain to me why nobody seems to think that that is a serious issue. And you this won't hear is, Mike listen, talk about that. Nothing against Chinese people. This is not, you know, jingoistic or anything, but it's like, how in the world do our one of our most Im, Im, embattled enemies have their people coming in through the southern border of the United States through Mexico, when that country is actually across the Pacific Ocean from us, 
and they're just coming in here by the hundreds, if not thousands. And it's all young males. And when you know that China has built a a Central American facility to house them as they move through. So China's deeply invested in this here. They're very much a partner. Why? Well, you know, when you build an illegal bioweapons lab complete with mice, humanized mice engineered to spread COVID, that's kind of an attack on our country. And these congressmen don't even care. They don't they don't care. So I don't take them too seriously. The first time they're talking and I hear Russia, everything after that's like peanuts. Wah, 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 Russia, wah. Yeah, uh-huh. Okay, I'm done here. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. <clears throat> the future of the Republic... All hinges on whether states like Georgia clean up their voter rolls and we're running out of time. Incredible thing going on in Georgia. You should pay attention to it. There's a guy by the name of Mike Davis. He's the president of a company called Data Productions, Inc. They specialize in refining data, specifically mass mail data. I'll put together a mass mail campaign for you. But you don't want to just mass mail anybody, right? Like, you want to hit your targets. You want to make sure they're real people. They actually live where they say. So they are experts in making sure that is the case. Work for credit card companies, places like that. You need to target real people. Mark Davis is begging Georgia officials to clean their roles or they're going to steal Georgia again. Not through some weird, shadowy conspiracy about Dominion, which nobody's ever proven. But through the voter registration fraud that I've been screaming about here weekly. The only radio host in the country who does this weekly since the 2021 election. He says these voters illegally voted in 2020, 2021, 2022, and they're getting ready to do it again in 24. He even knows who they are and where they are on the rolls. Do you remember back before 2020, and I made a big deal of this at the time, the Democrats, including Stacey Abrams, not even hiding it, coming out, doing interviews, sending out 
emails and mass mailings and push texts saying, hey, just because you've moved out of Georgia doesn't mean you can't vote. You need to vote in a Georgia election. Do you remember that? Well, it turns out they did. Bigly. They did. Joe Biden won Georgia, or so we're told, by 11,000 votes. How many out-of-state movers voted in the Georgia general election? That's illegal, by the way. You move, you still vote, you don't live in Georgia, you move. That's, that's illegal. How many did that? 14,980. How can we know this? It's not hard. It's not hard. See, Mike does it every day as part of his work at Data Productions, Inc., where he's president. See, people fill out this form. You probably have if you've moved. It's with the post office. Hey, that was my old address. Can you forward my mail to this new address? It's all on public record. And companies like his go get that information all the time. So they can better pinpoint and target for all kinds of reasons. In his case, mass mailing. These are not hard things. Okay, the state of Georgia can go and pull that mailing list. They can then go into DMVs for every single one of these people and prosecute them if they want. But they can get them off the rolls too. But they won't. They're still there. 14,980 out-of-state movers. The very people the Democrats targeted and told them to vote in the state of Georgia. They're still on the rolls. And he just contacted Secretary of State and complete slimeball Brad Raffensperger, who claims to be a Republican, but it's all very sketchy. He told him, here's my documentation. They voted in 2020. These are felonies. Voted in 21. Some of them voted in 22. They are still on the rolls. Take them off. But Raffensperger refuses to respond. Why? Um, Davis, again, the president of Georgia-based data production, says he thinks, he says the same thing is going to happen again in 24. They're going to steal the state if that race is close. He says, I brought this up to the state elections board starting and get this, 2002. So this predates this whole Trump thing. You can't fix a problem if you don't admit you have a problem. He says the Secretary of State doesn't want to address this because it happened on his watch. I don't know why he's being like that. It's happened on everyone's watch. Yeah, well, there's a good possibility that Trump's race and two Senate seats have been stolen here through illegal voting by people who do not live in Georgia. At the request of the Democrat Party, this is what's so outrageous about this. In total, 34,000 people voted in Georgia illegally this way. 14,000 of them from out of state uh, and the rest moved from county to county. So um, they were in wrong congressional districts, wrong city council districts. That, too, is illegal. So doing this is a felony under Georgia law. It's punishable by up to 10 years of imprisonment and a $100,000 fine. So what gives? What's what's going on with this? Well, unfortunately, according also to Georgia law, if you present yourself to vote, which includes absentee or in person, and you are on the voter rolls on the day of the election or the day that you're qualified to early vote, guess what? By law, they have to let you vote. So both those are, are the law in Georgia. What they're saying is you have to get caught afterwards. We'll make a felon out of you. But the afterwards part never came. So Mike Davis is out there again, and he is screaming bloody murder, as have I, since the 2020 election. 
He's been at it for longer. He's been at it since 2002. Trying desperately to get them to clean the rolls. So you look at somebody like Brian Kemp, who's the governor. Why does he win? Well, because Brian Kemp can win by more than 10,000. Brian Kemp can overcome 14,000 illegal Democrat votes. He can overcome all of it because his margins are big. Trump runs tight because he's controversial. Trump can't overcome the margin. So what do we know this morning? We know what we have known since I started talking about this. Joe Biden, we're told, won Georgia by 11,000 votes, but 14,000 people voted illegally at the request of Democrats who ran a campaign around it. They didn't even hide it. Then you start getting into other problems. See, these people still on the voters, voter rolls, right? So like if I wanted to steal an election, I mean, I'd just tell you what I would do. It's not hard. You go pull the mail list, change of address list, right? So anybody can get it. Mass marketers do all the time. You compare it to the voter rolls. You run them side by side. Oh, look at all these people. They're still registered to vote. They're entitled to vote under Georgia law um, because their name's on the voter roll, but it's also illegal for them to vote because they've moved. You take those and what do you do? All kinds of stuff. Request an absentee ballot in their name. That'll work. Fill it out for them. Put them in one of those Zuckerberg drop boxes by the handful. That'll work too. Or they just answer the Democrats' call from out of state and they get their ballot mailed to them and uh, they vote in that state and in Georgia. But they're still there, waiting like a ticking time bomb. And we know for a fact that they voted in 2022, 14,000 of them. So this is, this is it's, it's, inex- it's inexcusable. There's no excuse for this. Um, and this is one of the reasons I really had a lot of issues with Trump because I, I donated to stop the steal. He did absolutely nothing to stop any of this. Couldn't be bothered. No interest whatsoever. Um, and that's why we're here. I mean, the RNC could have done it. They didn't care. And I think part of it was because when Trump let Sidney Powell go out there and tell, quite frankly, all those lies about Dominion that she couldn't back up. Boy who called, cried wolf. The real election fraud was sitting there the whole time, and it's still sitting there like a ticking time bomb. So you folks down there in Georgia, you need to straighten Raffensperger out. You need to call, because I know a lot of you can listen to, you listen to the show, call your state senator, call your state house member, call your board at local board of elections, call somebody. We're going to lose the state. Unless Trump just wants, he's going to have to run way ahead of the Democrat, one of the two, to overcome it. He's going to need uh, to make up the 11,000 votes he lost last time and surpass it just to overcome the fraud. But so maddening, we know where it is. We know who it is. These aren't hard. Th- say it every day. These aren't hard things. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. It just gets worse. So yesterday we learned the CIA made up. She just made up the whole Russia collusion thing. 
worse, we learned that our enemies list is far longer than we realized that our intel agencies, most specifically the CIA, worked with four others around the globe to frame Trump for Russia collusion. And I dealt with this yesterday on the Battleground America podcast. When, when you have John Brennan, who is the head of our CIA, calling up, you know, the Australian intelligence services, calling up the UK, calling up New Zealand, going, hey, we're all good liberals here. We don't want this Trump guy winning and representing people who just want their freedom. What Can, can you help us? Can you help us frame them? I mean, I can't even imagine what these conversations are like. But what it shows you is that there is an international cabal. There is, and they're against you, and they're trying to repress your freedoms and your rights, and they are perfectly fine with committing crimes to do it. So here's what you were told, and it's a lie. You were told that Australia contacted us very, very concerned because those evil Russians had approached George Papadopoulos with dirt on poor Hillary. And that there might be a there might be some collusion here. Trump might be a I don't know Russian agent. Yeah, Trump's probably a Russian agent. Sure, probably launching a coup. That's got to be the ticket. That's the story they told you. It's a story they're still telling on CNN and all that other all those other fake news outlets. But it's not what happened. Instead, our guys called their guys and went, "We got to frame this Trump guy." Here's a list of twenty six people. Yeah, go out, bump into them, make contact, start working them, see if we can. Uh, you know, get anything on them, see if we can surveil them, see if we can come up with anything. Well, what do you need? Well, we need a hoax. We're going to run a hoax, Russia collusion hoax. Oh, okay, cool. So see if you can get them to say anything. Okay. And they did. They then took this very fake information to the FISA court and committed felony-level perjury. Oh, us? No, we didn't make up the Russia collusion hoax. Wow, Australia was so alarmed. You know, they contacted us. They told the FISA court. They signed it under penalty of perjury. It was kind of a problem because that's a felony that carries up to five years in prison. <sighs> those agencies signed that, or the heads of those agencies, four times. Four separate warrants. So they're all criminals. They're all criminals. Here's Jesse Waters talking about this last night on Fox News. The Obama-Biden White House, their CIA and FBI director launched an illegal preemptive war against democracy, got caught, and have been covering it up for eight years. Schellenberger and Taibbi also say redacted FOIA documents suggest that Biden has been conspiring against Donald Trump with the intelligence community to prosecute the former president in federal court, which would be an impeachable offense. Yeah, I'll say. So this morning... The new news that's out is about this 10-inch binder, that it is at Langley, and that there's another copy floating around. In it is intel uh, that implicates our deep state in these crimes. Because these are crimes. Implicates our deep state in these crimes. So um, what committee is this coming out of? House Select Committee has leaked it to Toyebi and Schellenberger. Huh. Weird. Wait, wait, wait. That's the, isn't that the same committee that weird Mike Turner came out yesterday and was like, national emergency. Apparently Russia's going to nuke us from space or something. I'm sorry. I can't even say it with straight face. Russia's going to nuke us from space or something. So yeah, panic. So anyway, that's the same committee, same committee. So let me fill you in here. Somebody from the committee leaked 
that everybody knows in Congress, because they've got this declassified clearings, where the evidence of the deep state's crimes actually is. So they trot Mike Turner out there, a Republican, supposedly, to tell you that we're all going to die because Russia nukes space or something. Well, we've known about that since this summer. It's not exactly secret, although they're pretending it is. So um, that's what's going on right now. So if you were one of those yesterday who got a panic call from their mom or their dad, as I did, what's going on? National emergency. Oh, my God, it's national security. I'm like, what? I got to get online. What's going on? Oh, Russia. Yeah, it's fake. My dad's like, how do you know it's fake? I'm like, Russia. Like, well, what about Russia? What did they just said, Russia? Because everything they've told us about Russia for the last eight years has been fake. Why would this be true? So, um, and, and I have no doubt they're going to put nukes uh, in, in space, but we've known that for a long time. It's old news. They're trying to distract. They're trying to distract from the leaker on their own committee. And I guarantee that the intel agencies are breaking the law again like the hounds of hell to figure out who that leaker is. Because they got to get their hands on that binder. Oh, my gosh. So this is like a real spy novel. And Donald Trump is the victim here. Here's Jesse Waters detailing how it all went down last night. Foreign spies didn't discover evidence of Trump-Russia collusion and turn it over to the feds. Foreign spies were assigned by Obama's CIA to create a false impression of collusion to trigger an FBI counterintelligence investigation. Obama's CIA worked with Hillary's foreign agents in London to hatch the hoax, which led to the FBI investigation, the illegal wiretapping. Now, the Mueller investigation was designed to cover up for Obama and Hillary and tee up impeachment. It failed on impeachment, but the cover-up worked. Until now. New reporting by Matt Taibbi and Michael Schellenberger revealed that House investigators had discovered the root causes but their investigation and all of their documents were confined to secure rooms in Langley. And when Trump was leaving office in those hectic final days, he attempted to declassify this material, which started a battle between former CIA director Gina Haspel, the Department of Justice, and the National Archives. Their report says someone may have taken this binder of material exposing the entire intelligence community out of Langley. And it may have been what the FBI was looking for when they raided Mar-a-Lago. Ah, it all comes together. Makes sense? Yes, that's what's going on there. They're just running around this morning trying to cover up their crimes while screaming Russia, 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 satellites, nukes, Russia, satellite, nukes, national security. Yeah, and they're all worried because they want to spy on you and me and, well, candidates of the Republican Party, anyone they can destroy to get the Democrats in office. And they need their 702 spying ability for that. Be nice if they'd use it on school shooters. You know, the kind where everybody calls and is like, hey, this person's going to shoot up a school. And they're like, yeah, who cares? Let's surveil another Republican candidate. Yeah, those people. Yeah, right now they're all in a panic because they're about to be exposed just as the bill comes up to give them their spy ability. And how are you going to be a thug and take out the, re- the candidates of half the nation if you can't spy? They're in a panic. I'm sure they'll fix it. But that's what this whole story is about this morning, this whole national security, oh no. Why? Because they want you to be like, oh, please re-up 702. Please let them spy on me. No, it'll be okay. (laughs) And it will for you if you don't care about what's in your folder. Well, this will concern you if you want grandkids. No idea who's going to carry them. Yeah, uh, young singles today are facing demographic disa- a demographic disaster. While women have made a hard left turn, 
their male counterparts have taken a hard right turn with many refusing to date across party lines like never before. A new report in the Financial Times shows that American women aged 18 to 30 are 30% more liberal than men their age. Men, meantime, and we've documented this, have taken a hard right turn, turn over where they were in just 2012-2013 by a full 13 points higher. They are more likely to say that they are going to vote Republican. Joe, what do you got? These kids, these men, these boys are being radicalized by Peterson and Shapiro and people like that, which means by radicalized, they mean they're, they're normal, which is radical in today's society. And the women are actually being radicalized on TikTok. The first time I realized this was going to be a big problem, it was a sex survey. You're asking, you know, how do you identify? Majority of that generation for the first time identified as LGBTQ among the women was 51% said they were either bi, uh, trans, or lesbian. Okay, that is impossible. That is impossible. Um, But that's what you're dealing with, and that's the majority. So uh, right now, listen to this. A whopping 54% of women say they won't date a conservative. There's not enough men for that. I mean, not even close. There's definitely not enough women for the conservative men. So nobody knows what they're going to do. And they're so touchy about it, apparently, according to the Financial Times, just listening to Joe Rogan or refusing to watch the Barbie movie is a red flag. Basically, they would like you to have an estrogen injection. Listening to Joe Rogan, I don't even get the Joe Rogan thing. The guy endorsed Bernie Sanders. He's like a liberal with the occasional libertarian leaning. I don't even know, get what this is. But it's a problem. Young men are having problems, right? My sons tell me this all the time. These girls are on TikTok. They're nuts. Is the way they put it. And, and and they're not wrong about it. They just they they can't even relate. It, it they really are from Venus to Mars. So I, I I don't know what we're gonna do about this. But the headline is dating is dead, thanks to political polarization. Yeah, it's gonna be a problem for this for this generation. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 